Hey everyone, welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial, and Sigilite of the FLG, and I am Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker, how you been doing? Did you do anything recently? No, nothing major, nothing major, but I was at San Francisco for the BAO 2022. I saw sea lions, I saw Pier 39, I ate a lot of Asian food. It was amazing, guys. Um, part of the fun about going to these events- San Francisco. Is it known for Asian food? Yeah, right. Uh, at I, I, Chima, Chime In. What's the yeah, yeah, I mean, there was a massive Chinatown, but we, we I just kept on ordering Uber Eats every day that I was working at the, the BAO, and I constantly was overwhelmed with choices of poke bowls and, and good stir fry so i was i was very happy at the end you know of that. i never had a poke bowl until lvo and uh, i quite enjoyed it <laughs> yeah it's it's awesome stuff so bao was good i got back last night and i am ready to rock i started painting though i got I got back and i just like i got bit by the bug i wanted to paint can we can we pull down my uh my hobby progress no no yeah. no it's 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 horrible it's, no, it's eldar don't, folks don't we don't need to see eldar. more don't judge. oh there we go we don't need more eldar in the world that is very I have much ptsd are those dire avengers no yeah those are dire avengers it's very much I a work in progress from Dire Avengers. <laughs> so, the, but they're Dire Avengers using the Eldar Corsair bodies and then Eldar Scourge or Drukari Scourge heads. Uh, really I bear with me. Yeah, it's just kind of a, my fun take on Dire Avengers to fit with Except my. Like, I'm triggered nature-themed army. Uh, by the way, guys, if you are listening to our podcast, you should be watching us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the FLGN so you can enjoy all the video content that we have. Seth, what have you been up to, man? Um, well, I, I couldn't make it out to BAO. That was a bit far for me to travel, but I did go to, uh, the Rocky Top Rumble this past weekend, which was also a, a a three-dayer. Um, I ended up taking the town going six, one, and one. Wait, wait, wait. six, one, and one, dude. That's a very impressive record, man. Yeah, yeah. It came in fifth. Um, (laughs) so you're not just a talking head. You're not just our competitive correspondent. You have like legit, you know, skills. I, oh, I try. I try. <laughs> but I lost to the old man himself, Brad Chester, playing Hail of Doom, Eldar full of Dire Avengers, which is why I have PTSD about Dire Avengers, Nikki D. Yeah. Um, it was just... Uh, if you're going to lose to somebody, I think losing to Brad Chester um, you know, is, is, is understandable. You know, uh, you know, I might, I might be tipping my hand here, but, you know, I was asking some friends, like, the night before, like, because I, I played Brad on a... Um, round seven Sunday morning. And I was like, how do I beat this list? And I was talking to friends and uh, most people seem to agree that the best way to beat Brad Chester is to get three bottles of wine into him, which I <laughs> didn't think was feasible for me to do at 9am on a Sunday. I could have got wine and yeah. given it to yeah, him, but yeah, I don't yeah. think I could have forced him to consume that much wine <laughs> by 9am. And if I did, yeah. it might not be legal. So yeah, uh, yeah, 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 we, yeah. we played it straight up and he, he got me. Well, guys, if you are in chat, please jump in there and give Seth advice on how to beat the one and only Brad Chester next time he faces him on the tabletop. Um, We're going to jump into some product news, which there's very little this week. We got the 30K release coming up. There's lots of news, just not from GW. Yeah, right. All right. There's lots of news, just not as much from GW. The 30K uh, release is up and coming. That is happening this weekend. Finally, you can get your, your hands on all the new 30K stuff. More exciting, at least for me personally, is the the 30K book, the Siege of Terra book, right? This is the new yeah. book. This is the, I, I don't know, is this the fifth or sixth book in the installment? They just uh, today previewed the seventh book or something The seventh, like okay, the seventh one. And it's got Sanguinius on the front. And that Siege of Terra, I guess, series is easily my favorite 40K oh my series. God, kicker. I know, yeah, I'm, what, I'm what? watching the, the image that our producer, Val, yeah. is putting in the background of the horse here. See, they brought back the red whippy sticks. Yes, uh, Seth, not everyone you know has got that experience that you have had um why don't you explain what the red whippy stick 
sticks are. It, it's a measuring stick with one inch measurements. And I think they're like 18 inches long, yeah, but yeah. man, you can really like, you can whack someone with one of those and it hurts. So the, it, in the old start collecting sets, yeah. you used to get these red measuring whippy sticks um, because apparently tape measures didn't exist 20 years ago. And, and now they they're coming back in the new 30 K box set. So yes, if there's one reason to buy the 30 K box set, it's not for the piles of minis or, or the new game system. It's because you want a red whippy stick. Actually, you get exactly. two red whippy sticks, I believe. That's a collector's but. item right there. <laughs> so so get your, get your minis and then go read the book and have a damn good weekend. Um, we are going to jump into any news, uh, new rules, Seth. Normally, you keep your 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 you know keep your track of what's going on there. Any new rules that have been released not, that I should not really, there? man. We're we're there. Everything GW right now is is firing on on 30k, so yeah. we're not seeing much uh 40k or AOS. There was an FAQ right though, right? For yeah. I, yeah. it was it was just a tightening up of of um of rules for the knights and um giving the the forge world stuff some keywords that kind of be codex compatible so there's nothing too exciting there. yeah okay, nothing cool. nothing nothing too crazy well we do want to show a beautiful photo in case you missed it at the L, uh, at the bao of the brand new field base so frontline mm -hmm. gaming as you guys know we make all this beautiful terrain and we've been trying to slowly you know tease at each one of our events well since like new, new orleans you know our new terrain and at the bao unannounced just kind of showing up on the top table was the field base the field base is at one of our favorite terrain pieces and this one is now in color and it will be available for you to buy sooner than later there's a yeah. photo of it right there seth what do you think of that man i like it i like it it looks good on that mat and yeah. uh i i like the um the buildings on that one um i i personally want want more, more, more another one of those big l's like if yeah. you guys decided to sell like a supplemental pack with like that and then <laughs> the like upgrade. an extra big l or two i'd be yeah i, I definitely would buy me that supplemental pack I, I can understand that. Seth, you want to tell people about the affiliate link in case they want to go buy some full color terrain real fast? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to support the show, um, the easiest way to do in the show notes, there's a link for the Frontline Gaming Store. Um, if you use that link and purchase any product, that helps us here at the show. Um, it lets them know that that you got the, the you got to the store through us. Excuse me. And it gives us a little bit of little help on the financial end. So yeah, um, that's the easiest way to support us. You know, so if you, if you really like signals and you want to prove to everyone that signals is the superior uh, show over grim, then that would be the way to do it. And, and, and if you can't, if you don't feel like buying more minis right now or, or whatnot, you can always just give us a like, share, you know, yeah. subscribe, all yeah. that, fun all stuff. that stuff too. But, yeah. but that, that stuff is generic for, for, for you know for the podcast you can always also join us in the discord we yes. have a discord uh the link for that will also be in the show notes so if you want to join there and chat that's where you can catch at least me kicker doesn't discord very well but i do <laughs> i don't I discord. do discord well i don't discord well uh enough with the affiliate links enough with the discord you can also find us at events by the way like you'll see seth and i at all sorts mm -hmm. of events and like at bao i gave out all the the front of uh, the signal stickers i had seth like all my signal stickers do, several do people came to... up and hugged me it was wonderful no cereal was hand delivered this time really yeah I no, I was kind of disappointed. California, I, I'm disappointed. Yeah, in you. no, no. This cereal. man, yeah, this man yeah. needs cereal. Yeah, right. I, I could totally use some cereal, but it was yeah. really nice seeing people at the event. So if you do, if you don't, you know, if you if you ever see a Seth or I at an event, come by and say hi. I made I made yep. a few new friends this weekend. Yep, I, uh, I I had a number of folks come up and say hi, so that was pretty cool. Oh, sweet. So. So, um, and so, I gave out stickers too. So, you know, <laughs> uh, but I think kicker, I can dig around and see if I got more stickers or if not, we can always do another, another batch another order. order, another order of stickers. Yeah. People yeah. were really stoked, stoked for the, the stickers guys. The All right. Uh, BAO was last weekend. It was amazing. We'll be talking about more about the BAO in a little bit, but I want to talk Definitely. about ACO real fast. ACO is next week, guys. All right. Next week. Um, yeah. If you're not already yeah. in the BCP roster, you guys sh should email me immediately events at frontlinegaming.org. We've uploaded the 40 K, 
well, we sent uh, tokens to all the 40K players and all the Age of Sigmar players so they can begin adding themselves to the BCP event using those tokens. So if you've not gotten that email from us, please reach out to us soon because the deadline, I believe, is Sunday or Monday for your for your list. Uh, yep. Seth, we will miss you, man. I know you were there last year. We'll miss you this yep. year. Yep. No, I'll be in, uh, I'll be in, uh, I think I'm Alaska? somewhere in Alaska or Canada at that point. Oh. Otherwise, I'd be there. Well, you were amazingly helpful setting up on Thursday. So if anyone else wants to come there Thursday, come by, help us set up. Kicker will never turn away help <laughs> Thursday setting up or Sunday tearing down. Thank you, Seth. Never. Yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, I mean, this friendly gaming, all of our events are just, you know, we're run by community members for the community members. We could definitely use help for the grunt work. You know, uh, Kicker, I, I hate to interrupt you, but there yeah. there is some controversy in chat Oof. that I have to address. Address it, address uh, it. Team Beer Hammer keeps asking uh, about these strange, unnatural combinations of cereal and other liquids, such as Fruity Pebbles and Hawaiian Punch. Um, now he's suggesting using Nest Tea or Ice Tea with other flavored sugary cereals. I mean, and, and I got to know, is this a thing in the cereal community? I mean, I am I am not a cereal purist. I'm willing to, you know, try all sorts of fun, creative things. But but what's his name? Tier Team Beer Hanger in chat? Team Beer, beer Hammer. Beer Hammer. Um team beer hammer that is absolutely disgusting i think you're destroying the sanctity you're disrespecting your cereal yeah, if mean, you're mixing it with sweet tea all right like that's just i mean i, I i'm open to ideas but that just seems um criminal there's a limit that there's a limit there's a limit there's a limit there's a limit um all right guys we do have LVO going on sale on the 6th. That's next. That's this Monday. Upcoming yeah. Monday. So LVO yeah. tickets are going on sale on the 6th. It, it's Whoa. a busy damn time of year for frontline yes. gaming. Yes, it's nonstop. We're going to be releasing this really fancy PDF that's going to show you all the package options, all the, the games you can get tickets for all the merchandise trying to help you you know navigate your your lvo experience that much easier when you're going to go shopping on monday you do want to get your tickets for all the bundles or a lot of the merch especially like like the dice and stuff on monday because that stuff will sell out and yeah definitely definitely that stuff sells out the high roller package that i know you love seth that you know yep. all that stuff will sell out another big thing that's going to be happening is paint classes at the lvo and when i mean paint classes i mean we have some like massive names coming to lvo 2023 I don't want to is, say the names yet. Is, but, is, it, is it Henry Cavill? I mean, I don't think he's not coming to teach paint classes. He might be there. I'm not saying he's not going to be there. He he could be there, but not to teach the paint classes. Um, I mean, like like he he does post pictures of painting models. He does what what if he was doing a painting class kicker? I mean, I'm I not saying he's not. I'm just just I'm not aware of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, our, yep. Yeah, there it is. Confirmed. confirmed. Kicker is Henry Cavill. I am. Henry, I have met Kicker. I haven't met Henry Cavill. I mean, so he, I can't confirm that I've seen them both in the same place at the same time. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Let's jump to Las Vegas team tournament, guys. The Las Vegas team tournament tickets should be going on sale tomorrow. I know it's kind of a surprise. Surprise. Um, but this is our team tournament that happens in September. Uh, this mm -hmm. will be happening September 24th through 25th. Um, guys, if you remember last year, it was a really successful event. It sold out, but but all you guys decided to go and, and and stay, you know, a full teams to one room, which didn't help us meet our room quota. So this year, we're really trying to incentivize you guys to 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 get a couple rooms on site, so that the hotel wants to keep on working with us and we can keep this awesome event going. So Reese, Frankie, and I sat down and we got pretty creative, and we're offering this amazing bundle deal. You can awesome. still buy your tickets on your own, but. 
uh, you know, your team ticket on its own. But but guess what we're doing, guys? This is you're gonna love this. There's right. gonna be a bundle deal that's gonna include yes, your 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 team ticket for the LVTT. But more than that, it's gonna include your room for for two rooms for three nights. So you check in on Friday, check out on Monday. And uh, but wait, there's more. You're also gonna get a bucket of beer. Woohoo! That's not that exciting. But he, but here's the really exciting thing. Can we, can we show the image right now? Let's show the image right now. You're gonna get custom objective markers for your team. So these are not LV team tournament objective markers. These are objective markers with your team's logo, whatever you want, your whole team will get, uh, each team member will get a set of six of these. Oh, and that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And, and this is going to be, there's, there's, these are five player teams, right? Yeah, five player so, team. So that's six objective okay. markers. That's thirty objective markers per team with your own custom logo. You'll send me the image, and our warehouse, uh, our manufacturing team is going to do it all for you. Nice. And it's going to save you a shit ton of money by buying this bundle deal as opposed to buying it by themselves. It is. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's it's going to be an amazing deal because we really do want to incentivize people to to stay on site and get two rooms per team. Um, so at the end of the day, um, I don't want to say the price just yet. I know people are going to be asking, "What is the price? What is the price?" Um, I, I guess I might as well say it's basically. Two hundred forty dollars per person, but that includes your team. You know, so you can you can multiply that. Yeah. By so five. two so two forty. So you're talking about that's room for three nights in Vegas. That's yes. event ticket. Yeah. Um. And typically the event ticket is like usually $100. like if yeah like if I'm going to like LVO BAO SoCal it's usually like a hundred plus dollars for that ticket. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Minimum. So you're looking at one hundred forty dollars for three nights in a two hundred forty. Two hundred forty. Two hundred forty. Well, so, that's with well I'm I'm taking the hundred off for the okay. ticket. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So I'm yeah, saying yeah. so you're paying $140 getting three nights in Vegas, yes. getting some beer, and yeah. then getting custom objective markers, which those usually go for like 20, 30 bucks, you know. So a, at a our events, our objective markers that are just like the LVO objective markers, they sold out at $40 a pop, right? Okay. So these are so, these are like so we're looking ones. at it. So so if we're breaking it down this way, then yeah. kicker, yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be a hundred dollars yeah. for three nights in a room in Vegas. Yeah. And this yeah, should when, be going live tomorrow. Um, when is it there sells a limited out, guys, number always, of those? Say what? Is there a limited number of those packages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Right, so I'm going to need to find a team There's a limited tonight? number of teams that we can have at the event. So last year, as you know, the Las Vegas team tournament sold out. Yeah. We added a few more people at the last minute. Now we know how big the venue is, so we know exactly how many tickets we can release. And when it sells out, it sells out. You have but, the choice. But is the package limited? The package like, is limited to the same amount of numbers of teams. Okay, so if we so, sell, so yeah. I just have to find a team tonight. Yeah, hey, chat. How's yeah. it going, Chad? Who wants to play 40K with Seth? Yeah. Um, I mean, the team tournament is amazing. And, and and we might as well discuss this now. One of the big things that's always um, a dialogue, a conversation we're having when we talk about team formats is the format of the tournament. Is it going to be purely win-loss of the team? Is it going to use the differential? What's happening? I'll tell you guys that the Las Vegas team tournament 2022, so in September, it's going to be the same format as you'd expect at the WTC. Seth, so does that make That makes Holy, sense. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need to log off for a minute. <laughs> I need to find a team right now. Let me. Uh, you just keep talking, kicker. Don't worry you, about what I'm doing. Seth, you could buy your t bundle deal and then just find your teammates later. That's okay. But you I do need do to have, You do have to have a kick-ass logo to send to us because Frankie at our at our at our team at our office is going to literally create those objective markers for you, and we need the, those logos in uh, about a month and a half before the event. So so yeah, get your logos ready, people. Um, it will be really. He is, Seth is literally typing away. Focus. focus Don't Seth, worry about it. Away. All right. Let's jump to a Lone Star Open real fast. Um, we're doing a custom mat. If you guys remember last week, we talked about this really cool custom mat we're doing to raise uh, funds for the for the charity. Lone Star Open is dedicated to the military, and we've partnered with the Iron Freedom Foundation. This is a veteran-run uh, 
organization, you know, helping veterans deal with some some trauma and 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 whatnot by going out in nature and 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 kayaking and fly fishing and all that. So we created this mat. Can we show off the mat? This is the premiere of this kick-ass mat. This is kind of a a mat based on West Texas. It's it's got dirt. It's got skeletons. It's got I think snakes. There's some uh, there's, there's some cactuses there. in there. Uh, the red dirt. And yes, there there is a sarlacc pit in there because why not? So yes, that is a sarlacc. Pit what was your experience in West Texas last year? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, geez. So um, I I did not worry. I did not. Right. I mean, it's it's the Wild West, dude. So I did not experience a Sarlacc pit firsthand, but I believe they are located just west of San Antonio. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the mat. You'll be able to buy this mat online and at the event to earn in uh, all proceeds will be going to the Iron Freedom Foundation. I can talk about the Iron Freedom Foundation or you can watch this short video. Let's bring it up. The Iron Freedom Foundation operates three community-driven programs that immerse our veterans in the healing powers of the outdoors. Each program has its own unique aspects that are tailored to have the biggest impact on the individual veteran. The overall mission is to provide veterans with a support community of like-minded outdoor enthusiasts with the means and the personal confidence necessary to go forth and achieve not only their goals, but those around them. The current system is failing our veterans. It's time we step up. Join us. Donate today. LGN, um, Danny was not able to make Grim After Dark, so they had Evan uh, in from Separate Call of Heroes. I think this is a, a step up for, for Grim After Dark. Um, you know, it's like having Danny, but more funny and less moist. Oh, less so moist. So I, I love it. I, I really love when Evan's on the show. Um, chapter Tactics. Uh, oh, 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 and who else? Sorry, I forgot. Lovely producer Val was on the show as oh, well. Oh, wow. All right, um, cool. But uh, Chapter Tactics this week, uh, they did a BAO breakdown, and then they kind of talked about the meta at large. So that was kind of cool to hear. So check those guys out. Don't forget, um, you'll be able to find the Thursday show, which is doing all the great coverage you want. You know, if you didn't hear Adam Camilleri talk enough after 27 hours of streaming, <laughs> you can hear more. Where? <laughs> Tomorrow night. Did did you like Seth? Did you like the new stream? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, again, I, I, was, I was so thrown off because I was like – you guys started round one when I was starting round two, like every day. So I was just like, <laughs> why are they not up streaming yet? Like when I'm eating lunch, like, Oh, check out. The and you're like, you haven't started. I'm like, cause California, of course not. It's three hours from now. Um, anyway. So um, yeah, but I did manage to get rounds eight and nine and I really did like the setup. I think, uh, I think Val is like, he's purpose built to be the field producer. I love, mm -hmm. I love him in that little bit. Um, I love the commentary. I think we had a, enough camera angles to, to get a feel for what the game was doing. And Adam and Andrew did a great job with commentary. I think the only thing that I would, I would say that we can improve is someone needs to take the soundboard away from either Dickie or Matt, whoever had it. Um, that just has to go. <laughs> if you're in chat guys, tell us what you thought of the, uh, the, the live yeah. stream. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you missed it live, I believe you can go back and watch at least the finals online right now. So yeah, definitely go do that. Cause the last three rounds, which we'll be talking about soon were amazing. Yep. All right. All right. So let's get into the BAO recap. Um, you know, th this was the big event that we ran this weekend. So I figured that would be our main segment this week. Um, you know, kicker, can you tell us a little bit about the, the, the history of, of the event? 
Yeah, yeah. So the BAO, of course, taking place in the Bay Area is the longest running, longest continually running frontline gaming event. Uh, this year was held at KubelCon, which is a large, I guess, convention, and mm -hmm. we were just taking over a small section of it. Because of that, we were limited in space, but because we sold out and they saw how enthusiastic our players were, we've already started talking to KubelCon management, and they should be giving us significantly more space next year so we can nice. grow it. Yeah, man. As well as let me be in a little bit more control so I can have a bar in the hall and, and, and more food and stuff. So that's exciting. Kickers are men's booze and food. Yeah, no, dude. Seriously, man. I think it's important to have a bar in the hall. I mean, that's, the, you know, our, our players need to stay hydrated. Uh, you, know, you know, I I think, I think the players would agree too. You know, I I personally uh, don't partake, but I could definitely see after getting hail of doomed needing needing a, a frosty beverage. Yeah, exactly, man. And also just like food. I mean, like I would mentioned earlier, I was having to Uber Eats the entire time, and that gets pricey real fast. And sometimes you don't even have the luxury of waiting for that, right? So, so the idea is, you know, there was no food in the hall. Uh, there was food. There was a Starbucks downstairs, but that's not not much um we did get to show off the field base like i said if you go to the, a lot of frontline gaming events we'll we'll try to tease things out yeah, like you know kicker uh here in chat we we did get some some more history about the bao oh, okay the second bao uh yeah. when round one was delayed um before bcp uh i've been told that the one the only reese robbins was passing out paps blue ribbons to players <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, this is a legendary event with wonderful stories about the history. I mean, apparently a one year it took place in a garage, a parking garage or above a parking garage. I don't know. There's a lot of good. I am 90% certain I saw coverage one from that was, that was at a fairgrounds. That, and there was there may or may not have been images of, of them interviewing players sitting on hay bales. <laughs> Well, um, it, it is a it, it, you know a famous event for many reasons, and then the last one in 2019 was won by uh, the esteemed Jeff Robinson, who yeah, is no longer with us. Jeff Robinson, um, but he won that event. Uh, so mm -hmm. the the uh, the LBAO has a belt, the the belt of Russ, which is you know officially now been rebranded as the the belt of Robinson, and that is that is you know an esteemed prize that all people yeah. from all walks of life, you know uh, you know dream of, of of winning at the at the bao um so we did show off a frontline gaming product i had mentioned earlier we showed off the field base if, if you guys come to frontline gaming events you, you'll start to see a trend here we kind of try to you know unofficially release things so we did the uh the, the the first fully color painted train set at new orleans open we did the the big tables that we did at the lbo that no one knew about until they were just there and oh. at this event it was the field base so that's always a fun little surprise you know all of a sudden people are like, wait wait these are new you know everyone gets all excited um kubelcon did have one weird thing that i don't really want necessarily at future events was just random larpers walking in um it was a weird experience to <laughs> just like, get out nerds we're playing yeah. toy soldiers yeah i was like who's geekier here i don't know but but it was it was weird when you're two geek circles yeah the, the larpers definitely were geekier and we could kick their asses um seth do you want to kind of run over you know run over run through um some of the different game systems that were played i, I can cover the game systems i won't run them over though don't run them over just just yeah, run right. through so them. i did right. reach out to all the the uh the tos to get the kind of lowdown on their events so let's start with kill team um they did a narrative event their first place was uh emmanuel uh Mitasinkos. Hope I said that right. Yeah. Um, and then their champs, which was later, um, their first place was Chris Bocci. Second place was Alex Squire. Third place was Emmanuel again. Oh wow! Um, so he took those. Um, but there was there was there's a lot of fun stuff here. So their best painter was Joseph Devera. Chris, who won the event, uh, this was um, a pretty big win for him. So it should, when the scores go in, boost him up to second place. Um, Alex and Emmanuel actually both run a YouTube channel uh, called Strategic Advantage about uh, competitive uh, cool. kill teams. So that's a great place to check them out. 
because of the number of rounds, there were no undefeated players. Um, Joseph, who is the best painted, beat Chris and Emmanuel, but Chris oh. was able to take first place because of battle points. So uh, sounds like just a really good crew there, and they all had a great time. So yeah, Sheldon, the, Sheldon the yeah. TO asked me to help paint judge, which I am, I mean, like I was honored. Like I've never been asked to help judge anything really, because that's just not my wheelhouse. And I was like, oh, thank you. This is this is such a treat. So and our per, our producer reminds us that Emmanuel, uh, if you want to hear more from him, he's on the Kill Zone podcast, which is a part of this network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you, yeah. producer Val. <laughs> well, I should have spoken more to man while I was there. But what were you doing, Kicker? Were you trying to run an event? Yeah, just trying to like you know, run the event and stuff. Uh, All right, what happened with Age of Sigmar? I mean, I know that they, they had a lot. They, oh, nothing. They had no a huge. Oh, wait, there. sorry, there was Age of Sigmar. My mistake. Um, <laughs> uh, their best general was uh, Ben Schmoller. Um, he was running Stormcast Eternals, so that also got him best order. And Ben um, runs the uh, Cruise Hammer. He's like the the oh, founder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's you know, yeah, he's he's the head honcho there. Shamillionaire. Yeah. millionaire really More. really Val. i'm reading chat i know what you're saying easy there buddy um second place was robbie steinberg running sons of bayomat um and that was the he also won best destruction now i don't know what the context is here but i know that every time i heard cheering in the background of the last day on the stream it was because giants had died um <laughs> so that i i surely someone in chat knows more than i do about that um Best death went to Carl Ong when he was running the uh, Osiric Bone Reapers. Um, and best chaos went to Matt Naguin for the uh, Gravespawn. Um, Renaissance person, which is kind of your best overall, Gareth Thomas. And best painted was Colin Venables. Um, moving on down to 40K, I had some short notes. And then uh, someone uh, copied and pasted in a lot more information for me. So I gave you from my spreadsheet. This is the I appreciate it. I appreciate People it. want to know this stuff. Maybe. We're going to build know. up to it. So best right. Xenos, uh, that was uh, Michael Costello. Best Imperium, Jesse Seltz. Uh, best Chaos, Aston Fiz Frizzle. I almost said Fizzle. Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Miss yeah, that Frizzle. Was, that's, that's, that's deep in there, guys. That's in the reptile brain. Um, best Eldari is uh, Trainer Wolf. Um, in the Ren Person category, uh, first place went to uh, Steven Box. Yes. That makes him a two-time winner of Ren Person this year alone. That means he's got like legit skills, people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. his army uh, was amazingly painted I, did we got, oh there's and, a photo yeah, for it right and, and i hear he's also a nice guy yeah he was um, running blood angels and that right there is his yeah. blood angel army and i mean he had um the centurions which no one seems to run but now i'm sure i was so confused by them when i read his list i was oh like oh my god but did not only did they kick ass on the table they just looked kick ass i mean they were just gorgeous mini. they're probably some of the, my favorite paint jobs i've seen on a, yeah. on a mini this year so far so yeah uh second place was in the ren person category was jason rockhill and third place was charlie craig uh, moving on to hobbyist or best painted, um, depending on how you want to spin it. Um, Israel Sanchez was our number one. Israel is like an amazing painter. Um, he also plays Tao, and I love yeah. him. And he paints blue really well. And and, and um, he was up there in the lead. I mean, he almost oh, made yeah. top he, eight. He, yeah, he just missed the cut. So he's also a great player. Uh, number two was Ryan Mead. Number three, Andrew Whitehead. And then moving on to the best general category, the the big prize, so to speak. Uh, number three uh, was Paul McKelvey. Uh, number two, making it to the finals, Michael Costello. From the UK, and your, yeah. and your number one was Jesse Sells. Now, kicker, I think there's a little bit of a story there that you might want to tell. I mean, it was so sweet. So, Seth, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw the stream, but... Um, Jesse, you know, he he made it to the top eight, but you had guys like Steven uh, from Vanguard Tactics mm -hmm. who he was undefeated at the end. You, you know, like he he made it the first two days undefeated. Yep. And, you know, he's a clear like like, you know, he had a shot at winning. Um, 
you have the top eight. Jesse made it in there with his sisters, and he had had a few tough matchups. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, he ended up going up against um, Michael with his uh, Mike from Vanguard Tactics with his Tyranids, and Mike is an amazing player. And it was a very close game. I mean, extremely close. And Jesse ended up taking for the win, and it was extremely emotional. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because this was the game to win the event. And and to make a long story short, Jesse was Jeff Robinson's roommate. Jesse is a B, B, a Bay Area local. He had his friends that all of a sudden showed up. They all heard he was going in the finals, so the front row was all of his friends and, I guess, family. Uh, they were cheering him the, on the entire time. You could see he was just like giving it his all. And I mean, the game was so extremely close. If you're going to watch one game this entire season, go back and watch that game, the finals of the BAO, because it was such a close game played by two amazing players. The emotion was just like you could see, you know, Jesse was just like giving it his all. And at the end, I mean, like literally Adam had to go at the end of the game and tally the points. Uh, Adam, the solos, our head judge there and and give it and, and give it to Jesse. And Jesse got the belt of robinson the belt his roommate earned in 2019 and uh and who's no longer with us and it was just i mean it was touching it was heartfelt it was just beautiful it was you know it was a beautiful beautiful moment and everyone was so happy i mean it was it was it was one of those things that makes you just fall in love with this whole tournament scene seeing this this guy go through that and and the love of the crowd for him man i mean when he got his trophy and he got that belt it was it was I don't know. I'm, I'm getting all sappy. So Seth, take yeah, it away. No. I, like, I mean, okay. it's, it is definitely a very moving story. Um, congratulations to Jesse. Um, I, I, he, I was watching that, that game, uh, that game, uh, I guess eight right before that, where he lost more involved on the top mm-hmm. of one to Steven. And I was like, Oh man, this game, this game's a wrap. And, um, I was listening to the game. I was driving and uh, I took a call from my wife and then I turned that game back on and he somehow played his way out of a hole. Like you wouldn't believe. And by the yeah. time I turned it back on and was listening to it again, he, it was a game of it. So he, he never quit. He never gave up. Um, so congrats to him for, for gritting through it and, and making a game of it. Um, it was it was quite quite the quite the show to watch. So uh, congratulations, well deserved, Jesse. And and um, and honestly, if anyone's thinking about going to an event next year, the BAO. I mean, you you saw the turnout. We had Stephen mm-hmm. Box taking Ren Man, just like he took at LVO. You had uh, Izzy taking Best Painted, and now you got Jesse taking Best General. You have amazing players at this event, um, showing off beautiful armies, spectacular sportsmanship. Everyone mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the entire tournament was was in good spirits. It was. It was really a fun time. So, so that's definitely one to keep uh, in, you know, that you can you should consider for next year. Um, yep. Seth, do we want to jump into the current competitive world that we live in? Yeah, know? yeah. So, um, the the news segment is not so much news as a, I'll call it an editorial this week. It's a it's another teachable moment here from the Mad Doc. No teachable um, moment. So, I ended up on stream twice this weekend, um, round six and seven. Um, and I, I had the opportunity to, to talk to some folks after round six. Um, and I think it's really important for us to kind of take a minute here and, and talk about some things. We all love street watching the, these tournament games of 40K. They're a blast to watch. The production values have gone up and up and up over the years. So they're, they're, a, lot, they're a lot more entertaining to watch. Um, but 
players are going to make mistakes. I'm sure I made some mistakes on stream. My opponent definitely made a mistake in, in round uh, six just by he said something that wasn't correct. It wasn't the, the actual representation of the game state. He went to cast Warp Ritual with a with a, uh, a Hive Tyrant, and in the heat of the moment, he said Malice Scepter, and, and the chat exploded. Um, and it got to the point where Joe had to ban some people on the War Games live stream because they wouldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, in that particular exact scenario, my my Joe, my opponent, which is confusing because Joe's a streamer and there's Joe the opponent, but Joe, my opponent, did not do anything wrong. We had a judge sitting right there. He had he was classing with his hive tyrant. It was fine. But the internet just dove on that for a second. And you got to remember that, like, how many times do you say something wrong during a game? How many times do you pick up dice and say, I'm going to wound you on fours? And then your opponent's like, no, fives. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit, sorry, you fives. Yeah. You know, like you do something like that. And those little interactions happen all the time, and we all just correct each other and move on. It's not a big deal. They're not recorded and broadcast to the world forever. So yeah. got to give some folks some slack. Yeah, there's going to be some instances where something get, something gets played wrong that is a big deal. But nine times out of ten, it's a it's a simple case of someone misspeaking or not uh, not hearing their opponent's stats correctly or something like that. So um you give people the benefit of the doubt. Give them a little slack. Um, don't don't pull out the pitchforks just yet, okay, folks. We we all we all make mistakes. Um, that I don't think there's ever been a perfect game of 40k played. I certainly haven't played it. I can guarantee you that. Um, I bet you if you go through those streams of me and, and nitpick them, you'll find something I did wrong. I probably got something wrong. I don't know what it was, but you know it happens. So just give everyone a little slack, folks. Well said, Seth. Kicker, are you against slack? Or are you? Are you? I like slack. I like slack. Yeah. I don't feel like I don't really feel like Kicker in his day to day life does much slack. No, I, I mean I don't. Thank you, Seth. No, I, I don't. But I think that in forty, I mean, listen, we all take we all approach hey, it differently. How, how many times have you have people messed up interceptor, incessor, oh and interceptor all the time? And when I play, yeah. um, I'm I'm not a super competitive. I mean, I want to play competitively, but I'm not like I'm no, pretty loose because I'm just just playing for yeah. funsies. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, a lot yeah. of it's by intent. And oh yeah, I moved about yeah. nine inches. And so. intent, intent is a really big thing in in in, in competitive play to just clearly state what you're trying to do. And you're, nine times out of ten, your opponent's like, okay, I hear you, we're good. Yeah. You know, if you don't if you don't move the model into the exact position, you're you know quarter inch away from where you're supposed to be. You know, as long as you say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do, your opponents are going to be fine with it. So, yeah. um, anyway. Uh, let's get into the ITC recap. Uh, so let's pull that up in the competitive track. Uh, our number one uh, is Vic VJ, number two Manny Chima, number three David Gaylord, number four Ennis Wilson, and number five Matt Robinson. Kicker, do you know anything about these five players? Maybe that they have in common. Oh my God, are they are they are they not American? Every oh, single no. one of them is not from the U.S. Oh, my god! U.S. players, you got to step it up. Wow. People. You know, the U.K. keeps saying over and over and over again that they are six months ahead of us and they are just better players. U.S. players, it's time to put up or shut up, I say. Like, let's get out there. Let's show them what the U.S. Like, players guys, can no, do. No, seriously, what what the hell? Yeah. Like, um, not a yeah, single one is, is American. I mean, kudos, kudos to the our European brothers over there, but come on, guys. Let's... Somebody local, step it up. Yeah, uh, come on, Seth, guys. Seth, on. Go, 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 get on that list, damn it. I, I don't have all my ITC scores. I only have like four, <laughs> maybe right. five ITC scores, um, and I don't think I have another event planned for the rest of the well, year to LVO. We may not be on the comp track, but guess where we are at, Seth? We're on the hobby track. Ty. Yes, answer. Uh, moving down to the hobby track, uh, Jacob Thayer is our number one. He's American. Number- 
He is. He is. Number two, Jamie Pirazzolo. I have no idea uh, who he is. Number three, Morgan Tempe. Number five, Kevin McCormick. Um, And number five, or sorry, number four. And then number five is Dean Pritchard. Uh, Dean has some amazing, I should have got the pictures, but I'm just now remembering. uh, He has some like mantis shrimp uh, style (laughs) uh, nids. They look amazing. Like I, it's. Let's get a photo of Dean's army. Let's, let's do that. I, I have I have him somewhere. I just didn't remember him pre-show. Moving on down to the comp track, number one, Anthony Trentinelli. Uh, he's back in the top spot. Uh, number two, Thomas Kwan. Number three, Alexander Gonzalez. And I'm going to keep saying that until Alexander uncapitalizes the rest of his name. Yeah. Uh, number four, Gavin Grigar. And number five, John Anderson. Gavin's Chris, coming back, man. Gavin's, yeah, Gavin yeah. won last year, so he's easy. Yeah, he's sneaking on in. Uh, moving on to the hobby track. Um Number one is Russ Tanner. Number two, Carl Rohr. Number three, Matt Abbott. Number four, Robert Snyder. And number five, Aaron Newbaum. And that is your ITC recap for this week. Woo. Well, if you have any questions, guys, throw them up in chat. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling the chat up now just to catch up with everything. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do that, you know, besides but Seth, though, I'm, I'm really proud, man. Six, one, and one. So you tied. That's ties are, I mean, like, I can't even think of the yeah. last time I ever tied a game. Yeah, it was. Well, <laughs> the worst part is, is like when we, um, when we were calculating it on stream, we, we calculated it as a one point victory for my opponent, but then we recalculated because we messed up a banner thing and it ended up being a tie. Um, so, you know, I, we hate to change the score after things get put in, but my opponent was sitting right there next to me when we recalculated. He's like, oh, yeah, we need to go get that fixed. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. Um, that was that my opponent ended up, you know, he also was six, one, and one. His <laughs> other loss, his loss coming to Bradchester as well. Oh, that shit. was his first, like, rtt or larger event like he's been to rtt's but never anything that big before so um that was really good showing for joe um he also doesn't live too far away from me so i'm kind of excited to maybe get some practice Aww. games in joe you got a local sparring partner that's i mean cute. local's a strong term for me it's like an hour <laughs> hour and a half away from me but that, that dude that's still close enough that's still pretty close that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Mm. anyway yeah so chat if you got any questions um let us know uh you know they're they're at they're wondering when richard siegler is gonna gonna come rise from the from his his like undertaker style tomb that he lays in and just waits to show up and destroy everyone and take the itc you know kicker last year richard richard only won with with the minimum number mm-hmm. of scores six like, yeah i think this year for a flex he should try to win with only five scores <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, can you, you do it? Go for it. Can go you do it, it Richard? It. I don't think you can. And guys, we're just now getting into, I mean, like busy season, right? I yeah. mean, we have BAO, now it's ACO and all these other events. Of course, we have yeah, the GW ACO's opens. going off, LVO, yeah. there's the ATC, there's the WTC. So, yeah. So uh, there's Nova so. in August. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some GW events scattered in there that my brain is forgetting. Yeah, Kansas and, and what? Yeah, there, like, isn't there one in a couple weeks? There's, there's yeah, uh, ACO at the same time as ACO is the San Diego one. And then okay. they have a Chicago one. I think in a Kansas city one. So we've got a lot of events happening where it gives everyone opportunities to, to kind of change up who's in the front of the yeah. pack. Lots and lots of opportunities. Yeah. Uh, we have a question in chat from castle uh, advice for someone who's been out of playing for a few editions, used to play local events quite frequently, but life <laughs> happened. Um, I mean, I, the best way I think to, to, you know, get back into it. Cause I, I hadn't played, I didn't play from fifth edition through, I didn't play fourth or fifth edition. I think Um, I missed like two there. Um, You know, get the book, read through the book um, and then just get someone to do a teaching game with you. At least that was a work for me. I can't go and like, you know, watch a video and know like I need to like do it Mm -hmm. to, to, to get it locked in. So, Go find a local store and get some games. And, and, and don't you know, be afraid be- of an RTT. Go once you got yeah. your basic rules. Go to an RTT. You're going to learn yeah. more in an RTT than you know any other single day of of, of, of 
spending it yeah, learning don't, the game. Don't right? be a wild man and dive straight into a nine run event, not playing. Yeah, no, no. You know, for that, that would be, but yeah, and and be upfront with your opponent. Just be like, hey man, I'm new. I'm getting back into it. I'm just learning the rules. You know, um, every tournament player. You know, I've I've been I've been the guy that that someone says, hey, I'm just trying to learn moves, and I'm like, all right, we're gonna make it. We're gonna walk through the game. We're gonna we're gonna play a good game. You're gonna have fun. So yeah, just just get out there and be open and honest with the community, and you will find more than a few players willing to sit down with you and go through a few games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I have a, I have a friend of mine. Like we yeah. just we, we we meet and we're like we're just we're just practicing. We're learning. I'm learning a new codex. Yeah. You're learning a new army. It's okay if we don't get through more than one round, two rounds. Like we just want to get the basics on, under our belt. I yep. mean, hopefully you can find a friend that that's willing to do that with you. But yep. I think we got another question are, in chat. Oh, yeah, sure. um, I guess it's something that I assume everyone knows, um, but Botaroidius or something like that. I am not sure how to pronounce that name, buddy. <laughs> asks, uh, what is an RTT? That is what, it's an old term um, from back when GW used to, to have terminology for other events rtt is is a small event it's typically a three-day event or a three-round event in a single day sorry and the term um, originates from rogue trader tournament yeah and then gt was uh was the large tournaments the grand tournaments the gw used to run um anymore that's usually used to refer to something that's like five rounds across two days usually somewhere between 30 and 50 players um and then above that is a major those can be anywhere from you know, five rounds to nine rounds. And then the really big ones, the, you know, the 200 plus uh, player events, those are like super majors. Yeah. So that's just the rough terminology that you'll hear people use. Um, so, you know, if you're saying, oh, you know, I, I went to an RTT for practice, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, score wise for ITC, will use RTTs as practice because those end up being smaller scores than GTs yeah. and majors. So and, and the, the big thing, the big practice. thing to remember is RTT is, three rounds gt is five rounds you know yep. that, that that really helps a lot there yep. and majors more than that so yeah. that's easy to remember um uh, i think that's it for chat questions tonight um except for our producer speaking heresy and loving a four round rtt what He's what is this crazy. nonsense yeah no 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 get out uh, it's time to bail uh, it was it was a pleasure knowing everyone. It's time to end signals. I think. <laughs> yeah, we do not need four. Um, Kicker, any any final thoughts for the evening? No, guys. Uh, like I said, it was just wonderful chatting with you guys today uh, uh, in chat. You know, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing a bunch of you guys next Friday at the ACO. Yeah. So uh, we thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday, right before these two have to jet off to the ACO. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night.